The child grew up to become king, but their terrible burn never healed. As the king grew older, the wound grew deeper, and it always caused them pain. The wound which had, become on the, which had begun on the child's skin grew deeper and deeper. It burned into the king's muscles, it burned into their blood, and into their bones, and into their heart. How could the Holy Grail have caused them so much pain? The king had wanted to heal the pain of all humanity, and instead they had been punished cruelly. The wound in the king's heart burned deeper and deeper. The king became sick with pain and grief and anger. The wound burned away the king's family, and it burned away the king's friends. It burned into the king's castle until no one lived there anymore. It burned into the king's land until nothing could grow. Why would something meant to bring unending life without pain instead bring suffering? The Grail had chosen him, then rejected him. The Grail had tricked him. One day, the king looked out from their empty castle across their empty land made of ashes and twigs and rain. The king walked out of their castle to the ocean where they sat all day long thinking of nothing but their pain. And at night, the king walked home to fall asleep and dreamed of nothing but their anger. From a Child's Guide to Zeta Myrmidon 1A. Welcome to episode three of Alien First Law here on Dice Friends. I am your game mother, Cameron, and joining me tonight are my four players, beginning on the far left of screen with Hi, I'm Corey. I'm playing Gizit, Gidget, a resident kinesiologist and physiotherapist. And I'm Matt, and I'm playing Judith, resident pilot who also knows how to use a gun and might do so in the future. Hi, my name is Andy, and I'm playing Finch, your resident uh, gopher, fixer-upper, um, stress inducer. <laughs> I'm Alex and I'm playing Gray, your resident scientician. And when last, last we left our players, uh, Gidget, I believed you were in the infirmary with Dr. Martin. Yep, running samples. And, yep. And the rest of you were in the reactor looking That's for cool. something with Marshall Carver. Causing a ruckus. <laughs> Just carrying on, hooting and hollering with the boys. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to start with Gidget, actually. The phone rings in the infirmary, and Dr. Martin picks it up. And she says, uh, Hi, Ross. What's up? Yeah, she's here. Are you sure? Okay. Thank you. And hangs up the phone. She looks at you. Can I help you, Dr. Martin? No, Gidget, that's okay. Um. Could I ask you to run back to the garage 
and check the truck one more time. Just to see if there's anything left behind. Uh, Do you need any help moving any of the larger samples here before I leave? No, just let me know if there's anything left in the the crawler, okay? Give it one more look. I want to make sure we didn't miss anything. This is three of three. Charlie, yes. Um, we're going to go back to the reactor then. Um, Carver is like smoking. He looks, he is, uh, pale and, uh, like sweating a little bit. Uh, though your empathy is all like two-ish, right? Yeah. Low average human. So you, you it's probably fair to tell you that he looks he he looks tired. You look tired, Carver. Um <laughs> You should smile more, Carver. <laughs> uh and he is trying to direct you on a search of the area underneath the primary heat exchangers. So I would like the three of you to all roll me obs- observation, please. Okay, observation. Okay. Using a dice roller this time. Two successes. Ooh. Uh, no successes, three ones. I don't get stress, but that seems like it's a bad roll. <laughs> It's not a great roll, but luckily, since you're synthetic, you don't. You just, like, aren't able to find anything. Yeah. Uh, No successes for me, either. Okay. Um, Judith and Finch, you are not really sure what Carver expects you to be looking for here. You have a sense of what you know this organism can do, um, but it's patchy. Right, the reports are kind of like internally inconsistent, and you know, there's not a lot of video records. There's a lot of descriptions. It's all hearsay. Yeah. Um, but you aren't able to really find. It. Everything looks normal. Everything looks normal. Gray. I... Oh, sorry, Judith. Go ahead. I think while Judith is looking here, she is thinking. Okay, we established it likes humid, warm places. Mm -hmm. Now, there's another place where there are more people that is probably also humid. And she's just thinking in the back of her mind, she has to go where the humans do their disgusting deeds. They call it a washroom, but Hmm. they don't wash it as often as they should. Ah. So she's putting that in the back of her mind. It's like washing a bar of soap, right? Yeah. Mm. Or or cleaning out your kitchen sink. Nobody ever does that. It doesn't need it. Yeah. yeah. It's constantly being scrubbed out with water and soap. Therefore, it must be pristine at all times. Exactly. Um, gray. Yes. With two successes you not only don't find anything, but you were able to determine that that not finding anything is meaningful. Oh. Basically. So it's um, like there, there's fuck all here. Yeah. And not only, like, 
it's not here. Okay. You are pretty sure that it is not here and has not been here. Um, there's no evidence of it being here. Mm -hmm. uh, like, with two successes, I'm not sure how you want to conduct your search, but what, whatever, like, whatever brainwaves you have, thinking like, well, this is where it would come from, or mm -hmm. this is what its behavior dictates it would be when you go there to look for it, there's no evidence. Okay. Um, so I'll head back to wherever Carver is. Um, when you find Carver, he is on the phone. I will wait for him to complete his call. What do you mean, lied? No, he's not. He's, he's helping me search. Okay. Well, what do you want me to do about it? This is your job. Okay. Okay. Uh, actually, Gray, roll me mobility. Uh, sure. Unless you're trying to, like... S unless you're consciously making an effort to make noise here. No, uh, what's mobility? It's... Uh, uh, it would be agility or... It's plus zero. Yeah, it's an agility skill. Agility, yeah. Moment. Just Five, how five, accidentally five. stealthy are you? One success. One success? Um, you kind of accidentally sneak up on Carver. Oh. Right? Oops. He's distracted, he's on the phone, he's thinking about other things, and you just kind of, like, naturally move kind of quietly. I think I glide everywhere. Mm-hmm. You're I on rollies. <laughs> Uh, casters. So he he's on the phone um, like it's just one of those wall mounted ones, right? Gotcha. Um, Is he twirling the cord and walking back and forth? Not quite. His hand is on his holster though. Mm. In like some kind of reflex action. It's a and, security blanket. Yeah, it's his emotional support sidearm. And he says, okay, well, when you figure out what you want me to do about it, call me back and hangs up the phone. Okay. The second he like puts the receiver down, I'll just be like, hello, Carver. Duh! <laughs> I've completed my sweep uh, based on inferences I was able to make uh, about potential routes the creature could have taken through the facility. I found no evidence supporting uh, its presence in this area. What do you mean what what route? Based you know on... what, never mind. Oh. <laughs> Very good, sir. Have you seen Finch? I have not. Okay. 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 That's fine. Uh, let's go and find him, shall we? Let's find Judith first. Certainly. Okay. Actually, and then we'll go and find Finch. As Judith and Finch are finding nothing and not getting any insights into why they're finding nothing, Judith is going to turn to Finch and go, uh, 
do you know of any other warm, wet places other than perhaps the washroom? Oh, uh, well, um, let's see now. Other than the fusion reactor and the washroom. Which part of the washroom is usually warm? The jacuzzi. Depends on if they're running hot water, probably, but it is well ventilated. That's true. Lots of That's entrances true. and exits, to my knowledge. Mm -hmm. And people right. like to be there. Does the base have showers? Yeah, could do. It could do. Um, These parts of, of the the facility to Finch are like the the teachers' lounge in elementary school. Is I, yeah. I don't know what's in there. I've never been in there. I, I can't <laughs> imagine what goes on. <laughs> It's very distant and mysterious. The colony's yeah. water reclamation is basically perfect. Oh. Um, water is very precious here. Um, so, you know, you can't always guarantee it's going to rain. Corbinek is relatively lucky in that it's rainy here now mm -hmm. as part of its terraforming process. It's not always. No. Um, but generally, a colony's water reclamation is pretty good. Closed um, system. Mm -hmm. So, like, there isn't a communal washroom, really. Every, like, living quarter has it, or every, uh, basically, like, family living area has its own bathroom. Mm -hmm. um, but there is a communal, like, uh, kitchen area um, for large gatherings, right? Like every every family unit has its own kitchen, but there is like a bigger one. It's like a rec room almost. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, co communal dining was found to be a fairly important thing for uh, community building. Mm -hmm. So they try to encourage it whenever it's possible. Right. Yeah. Um, so there is no big bathroom, but there is like a sewer mm -hmm. kind of. Where does waste end up? Being processed into fertilizer, actually. Yeah. Let's say there's a thermal depolymerization plant as well. Mm. So any organic like any organic warm. waste gets um like under high pressure and temperature <laughs> turned into basically like fertilizer and uh petrochemicals. We call it day soil. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that, that seems like that would be uh, very warm, so I, I relate, relate to that to Judith. Oh, well, you know you know where we process all the waste from the uh, the squishy people? Uh, I understand that gets quite hot as well, and very humid. Disgusting, but I feel like we have a task that we are not completing fast enough. And we're not finding any answers here, and people might start dying more than they already have. I think we should just go there right now. We could. We could. I I think it's very important for me to uh, be here, just to make... I feel that this is, uh, this is the most important part of, uh, of our mission at the moment. I would, I, I'd prefer to stay here. I'll tell you what, I'll watch it for you. You can go, you go off, uh, you know, make sure... Make sure Alien doesn't get to this, you know. It'll be, uh, but if you know, you know, want to go wallow in in the in the day soil, that's fine. That's fine. 
Damn. Um, Judith wanted Finch to do all the gross stuff. <laughs> wah, wah. I'm imagining the xenomorph just swimming like Scrooge. <laughs> we can probably say that this is when Gray and Carver find you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Basically, the, the primary heat exchanger, I'm going to say, is like this big cathedral domed structure, right? With a lot of like tubes pointing upwards and like forming like a steepled structure mm -hmm. where cool water enters on one side and hot water comes through the other. And it like, there's lots of condensation and a pretty reasonable attempt to collect it all. It looks like a grand organ. Yeah, kind right. of like a giant pipe organ that's constantly like yeah. running with sheeting water. We've never been quite sure why there's always chains dangling. Yeah, but there is, <laughs> and there's usually like a fan with a light behind it off in one corner. Yeah. It's just spinning what? a little slowly. <laughs> um the, they're very important. They get issued everywhere. Yeah. Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm mhm. Um and yeah, Carver and Gray, you arrive and Judith, Carver says, I want you to come down here. Yes. And Judith comes down. Uh, Finch. Yes, sir. Um, I need you to get me something out of the, uh, the, the crawler. Absolutely, sir. Uh, All right. could I have, uh, uh, your assurance that people will be watching the fusion reactor, sir? I, I do feel very strongly. That, uh, that it should be. Uh, I know it looks safe now, but do uh, you think uh, 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 it'll be all right while I'm gone? We won't let anything happen to it, Finch. Excellent, I promise sir, you. Don't, don't you worry about the fusion reactor. We're going to take good care of it. Very good, sir. Thank you very much. And I hoist my, uh, 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 my uh, what, what was it called? A, my stick welder. And I hmm. make my way towards, towards the garage. Reluctantly. Do, do, do. How are you two feeling? Carver asks you. Feeling, sir? Anything out of the unusual happen in the last 24 hours? Wait, what time uh, is it? Uh, for the record, it's about four in the morning. Uh, there was the matter of the unidentified alien life form. Um, Yes, 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 Gray. Beyond that, obviously that. I'm uncertain Every, what you mean, sir. Everyone seems a bit on edge, but you probably know that that is not unusual. We've been like that for months now. Yeah. Yes. Yes, Gray. Or yes, Judith. Thank you. Thank. Forget I asked. Forget Do I. You need asked. to lie down. <laughs> no, Judith. Thank you for your concern. I, uh, I think I've kept you two from your duties for long enough. Why don't you, um, why don't you, y'all get back to work and we'll come back in the morning. Okay. Right. We, I guess we operate, uh, around the clock, huh? You can, if you want to. Cause we, uh, we, do we need any kind of like rest period. I don't think so. Okay. I mean, the, the films aren't consistent. 
Well, they don't show people sleeping for one thing. Isn't yeah. the, in freezers. Isn't the only thing we need like protein squeezies or whatever? <laughs> I kind of made that up because I thought it made sense. Like, I could really go for You've got to be an energy intensive robot, right? Yeah. Like, how long does one of those dog bots last on a battery? Don't know. Depends. All I know is they have a quick eject. That's. Mm hmm. Uh, but for whatever purposes, we can just say that you either sleep or don't, or eat or don't, or excrete or don't, depending on basically what you want, how you want to roll. Mm. Um, but right now, I'm of the opinion that I don't actually think you need to sleep. Sounds good. We have things um, to do anyway. <laughs> mm -hmm. I have a. Um, it's not like a meta question, but like. Is the crawler the only vehicle um, for that sort of long-range um, expedition? There are two of them. Okay. And then there's materials for two more in storage. But that would be, like, quite a production. Yeah. It is a valuable and expensive piece of equipment. Yeah. Where's the second one? It's also in the garage. Okay. They have cutesy names. Like salt um, and pepper? Something like that, right? Meat and potatoes, death and taxes. <laughs> um, okay. So, Carver dismisses the two of you. I'm going and... to follow Gray out as we're both leaving. Was there more you wanted to say there, Cam? Or... I don't okay. think so. Um, outside of Carver's see, sight and uh, hearing, I'm going mm -hmm. to kind of prod Gray a bit. Like Girl talk. <laughs> You're so androgynous, I keep forgetting. <laughs> it's a, it's a good look, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, Gray, we're not acting fast enough here. I'm aware of that. Although we have an opportunity now to perhaps catch up on uh, our responsibilities. Well, my base job of shuttling people around right now is non-operational since we lost the scouting team. And there's something I'd like to hunt down if you are willing to join me. I wonder if it might be the same uh, objective that I'm after. What did Dr. Gardner tell you? Uh, pretty much everything that he told you in his little tinny voice, in his little cryotube, but we need to go and find this creature. That, at the very least, is step one. Beyond that, we'll have to deal with the situation as we can, but do I have you along for the ride here? I feel that we should um, connect with our other compatriots um, 
and assess what their disposition is on this whole situation, perhaps then we can more optimally direct our efforts. While you're doing that, I will go make some rounds in the, I guess, residential area. <laughs> the residential area of the compound. All right, I guess I'll have to find Finch and Gidget. Yeah, we all have radios, so we can talk that way, right? No, I was going to do the old-fashioned way. Gidget. After I what leave do do? Uh, medical, I go to uh, hypersleep. I go to hibernation. Interesting. Okay. Um, the door is unlocked. Is that normal? No. It's a secure environment. Not right now, it ain't. I go in. Uh, power is fluctuating in here. Do I know what would cause that? Not really. Uh, how do the tubes look? Okay. Um, Okay, so hibernation has two big branches. One is the hibernation tubes, and the other is the um, embryo-zygote pack. Yeah, I want the tubes. The tubes? Yeah. Uh, the tubes are adulterated. One ha the When you enter hibernation, roll me observation to see how much detail you, you get immediately. Mm, definitely bad, definitely very bad. That one success. Uh, for one, hibernation is dark. The, the lights are not on in hibernation, but the first tube in the, in like the, the ranks has a hole in the um in the glass plate like a melted hole and the interior is covered in like condensation but there is also um uh it the, whoever's inside it is really really dead like exceptionally dead um the tube is like there's splattered gore on the inside of it and you can't see really into it at all i uh, gave him the splidge Okay, uh, I have a personal radio. Okay. Um, who do I call? Judith? Uh, like, uh, Judith, we have a situation in hibernation. Seems some of the tubes have been breached. Is this while Gray and Judith are talking or after they split up? Uh, let's say that this is while you're talking, while you're still together. Okay. Uh, Gidget, while, you, while you're doing that, you hear a voice from nearby. Gidget? I investigate. 
Gidget, is that you? Uh, is that help, Dr. Gardner? Help me. It's Dr. Or it's Ellis, the medical Ellis. technician. The one who is kind of in charge now that um, uh, Vanderberg is dead. Okay, yeah. Uh, what do they look like? Uh, she is attached to the wall? Okay, Alice, yes, yes, it's Gidget. Hi, I'm here. All right, how do you feel? I, what, what's happening? You're in hibernation. Uh, it doesn't seem like anyone else is here. Where You're were you? You're safe for now. Where was I? There was, the instruments were going, the instruments, we got an alarm. I came to check it out. Uh, can I medical aid check? Yes. Just breathe deep for me. Okay, uh, two successes. Um, it seems likely to you that she has been implanted by a alien organism and probably has hours of life left, depending on how, how far along it is. You would need to know when she came in here. Uh, Ellis, when did, when did you come in here? When did the alarm go off? Uh, what? Uh, uh, 11? Uh, 2300? 2300 and it's 4 o'clock now-ish. Oh. How? What is... What is this? Is, is there an alarm I can hit to summon help? Um, there's probably a... The, there would be a fire alarm in here. Pull the wrong kind of help. Uh, yeah, fire alarm. Yeah. Okay. That's like everybody's gonna hear that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you hit the fire alarm, and uh, the sprinklers begin dumping water, and a like it's not a bell; it is a um, I don't know, kind Classic. of more like a shipboard. <laughs> yeah, like this really <laughs> piercing um pulse noise. Mm. Heavy in the bass. Yeah, it's the kind of thing that you would hear through ear pro. Mm. Yeah. Oh God. Uh, I also have X drugs, and I have no idea what those do. But <laughs> would they would, would would they help? Yeah. What what the fuck is an X drug? I don't know. I'll have to look that up. <laughs> I have D six. You're just carrying them around. <laughs> it's part of my gear. Okay. Drugs? Drugs. It's one of the uh, items. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, I I think... yeah. I think. Uh, is there any way, like, are there any tools or implements that I can use to safely get all the sound from the wall or. Um, okay. X drugs are um, uh, Narcotics, they're stimulants, they increase strength or dexterity, they cause addiction. No, they're the good okay. stuff. Yeah, Ooh. not right now. 
can cause hallucinations. No. I need, I need Ellis lucid at least a little bit. Um, she is attached to a wall via some kind of like secreted resin. It's um, black and oily and glassy and seems quite hard. Okay. Okay, I'll leave that. Uh, just like, Ellis, he's still with me? Uh, I can't feel my legs. It's okay. Just can you feel your arms? No. Okay, do you remember what happened? I came in here and I saw the tubes and then something hit me from behind. And then I had a dream about suffocating, gorging. All right, you're doing, you're doing excellent, Ellis. <laughs> Just keep talking. Um, give me a observation roll, please. Two successes. Uh, ba, ba, ba. Ba, 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 ba. Ba, 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 ba. Gidget, behind you. I turn around. Behind you, a two-meter-tall humanoid organism made out of black glass has appeared from somewhere. It is very, very still and appears to be looking at you if such a thing can be said to be looking at anything. It seems to be looking through you. I'm going to slowly reach up to my radio and try to call Marshall Carver. So the rest of us would have heard the um Yes, all three of you hear um, an, an, a klaxon and uh, fire in hypersleep compartment. And Gray and Judith would have heard that quick message from Gidget on the mm -hmm. radio right before that. So Judith's yep. off running. The <laughs> same. <laughs> we'll, we'll do the um, T-1000 runs. Okay, where are you running to? <clears throat> uh, to uh... Cryo. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, you arrive there slightly before the firefighters do. Mm. Uh, Judith will try and uh, gun out now. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, 
stealthily case as much as she can see of the entrance and beyond to see anything unusual. Hmm. Um, give me observation rolls. Finch, what are you doing? I I was on my way to the to the garage uh, mm -hmm. to and what was what was I was sent to get what was I sent to get? You were supposed to check Sky to see if there was anything left in the crawler. Okay. Um, well, yeah. What would what would what would Finch do? He's got a direct order from a superior, uh, and he's not a firefighter. And how close is hibernation to the fusion reactor? Good question. I think it's sensible that it would be... Fusion reactors don't put out radiation, right? They don't put out ionizing radiation, right. but they're probably still worried. Mm -hmm. It's the entire genetic future of the colony. Mm -hmm. um, probably safe to keep it away from any high areas of EM flux mm -hmm. in general. Because uh, it's not just like human embryos, it's not just people in hibernation, it's also like a seed bank. Mm -hmm. That kind of thing. So probably keeping it away from a large electromagnetic, like, Taurus is wise. Um, and magnetic, <clears throat> like, yeah. Uh, so probably far away. Excellent. Probably well, far then, away. Then I think in, in the strata of priorities inside of Finch's head, um, that alarm isn't as high as it should be. <laughs> and then, and he, he, uh, he sort of takes that in stride and thinks to himself, oh, well, I'll better hurry up then, shouldn't I? And starts <laughs> running towards the garage to, to get this order completed as quickly as possible, just in case, just in case he is needed elsewhere. Okay. And like, it's thinking about it. Everyone probably has like rudimentary firefighting training. It's probably like being on a ship, mm. right? Where like, there's a fire. There's probably people who's who are experts in that kind of thing, but it's kind of, if you don't get this dealt with, it's very bad. Um, Stop, drop and roll. Uh, Gidget, the organism reaches out towards you I stay and, still. <laughs> yeah, you you stay still, mm -hmm. and it pushes you aside. I let it. Okay. Um. It looks up in like it. It pauses to consider Ellis, and seems to like give her a once over. And then it looks up at the um, at the the fire extinguishers at the sprinkler system. Um, you hear in the room amid like the because sprinklers just dump water, yeah, right. They just like it's an enormous volume of water very quickly, and so it's very noisy. There's the klaxon, but there's also the sound of other things moving like the frantic splashing of something um, energetic uh, moving into like fr frantically moving through water. 
here to protect Ellis, so I'm just going to stay beside her. Okay. Um, Finch, you arrive at the garage. Um, actually, as, as you're coming to the garage, um, Ross, you see Ross, like, come running out. Okay. I'll say, uh, uh, oh, Ross, sir, uh, uh where's the fire? <laughs> he looks surprised and then frightened of you. <laughs> Finch, I... I, uh, uh, I'll, I'll be right back, okay? Right you are, sir. Okay, just go, go, go into the garage and wait for me, okay? Will do, sir. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. Certainly. Go and and he, go he, he runs off, presumably to help be a firefighter. Um, Judith and Gray, you have entered hibernation. Judith, you see a two meter tall, black, glassy organism standing over Gidget. Now with two successes, do I see anything else? It's blocking your view of much else, but uh, you, you don't see Ellis, but you see that like in the flickering lights, and or no, it would just be emergency lighting at this point. The red emergency lighting coming on. Um, multiple hibernation tubes have been breached mm. and there are either holes in them and the occupants seem to be dead, having died gory, violent deaths. Um, and there is also something wrong in the, um, the embryo zygote pack. Gray. I would like to use my talent. All right. Uh, it's called Breakthrough. You've done it. Once per game session, you automatically pass an observation roll of your choice without needing to make the roll in order to avoid spoiling the scenario. The GM has a uh, final say on whether or not this talent can be used for a particular role. Um, I just kind of want to figure out what the, what in the fuck is going on. <laughs> like, Because there's a lot of information to process here. Knowing what you know about the organism's life cycle, uh -huh. it appears to have decided, or it appears to have found hibernation, in hibernation a rich supply of hosts and organic material to Yikes. use to reproduce. Well, that's bad. It also seems to have grown to full size very quickly. Um... They do that. Behind you, you hear the heavy footfalls of many humans in clumsy, bulky equipment. The organism turns towards the sound of the approaching humans. Uh, I'm going to move swiftly to intercept them and warn them off. <clears throat> I'll just be like, stop. There is an alien organism uh, inside the next room. Um, you mustn't go near it. 
um, Gidget and Judith. The organism swiftly climbs past you and up. It just goes like suddenly like it hears the footfalls as well as you hear them. It hears them. Mm-hmm. And it goes like I have to return to my home planet. <laughs> so it's just gone then. Um you you can try to do something. I Did Gidget want to do anything before I do something? I was going to focus on Alice. Okay. Judith, did Judith pick up that there are multiple splashing things around? Yes, with your with your observation roll of two, there are many things moving here. Okay. Uh, Judith is going to track them as far as she can. But not shoot one because there's others there. <laughs> Don't want to get them mad. But uh, try and track where they go. And okay. uh, close the door <laughs> so that people don't come rushing in. Roll observation. All right. I'm, I'm more comfortable asking you to make just like random rolls. The game system doesn't want human characters to do it because it carries with it the possibility of catastrophic failure. But gotcha. we don't get stress. I uh, feel a bit more comfortable asking for random rolls. Yeah, this time I don't succeed. There is currently a klaxon, uh, sprinklers. The lighting is dim. Um, there's flickering regular power lighting. And there's black crud everywhere. Um, it's very difficult to see what is going on. The environment appears to be very confusing and difficult to track anything through. Um, so, unfortunately, you're not able to see where it goes, but it is gone. Okay. See ya. Judith will run over to Gidget and point outwards as a guard. <laughs> Okay. Allow Gidget to do what Gidget is doing. Does my uh, does the radio only go like one to one, or can you like multi-channel on it? Uh, whatever's most convenient dramatically. I mean, I just kind of wanted to call uh, Gidget and Judith. Like they they aren't that far away from you. Oh, is it like they're in earshot? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I mean, well, earshot is probably actually quite unreliable in a place like this but then again so would your radio yeah i mean i guess radio is at least closer to their head Mm. like i was gonna call them up and like (laughs) quiet-ishly so that they can hear it over the noise but like maybe not so much that it attracts attention because i have no idea what's going on in there i'll just be like gidget judith what's going on in there gidget uh, Dr. Scott? The, the organism has grown to exceed two meters in height. Uh, it appears highly mobile. It climbed away uh, when Judith approached. Several of the tubes have been damaged. Uh, the 
a lot of the people are dead. Uh, do we have enough supplies to wake everyone up right now? Is that advisable? Oh, you, oh, you mean like people who are sleeping in beds? Or are you talking like unfreeze everyone? Yeah, unfreeze. Is that yeah? Is is that is is that a good idea? I, the organism appears to be using them as a food source and host. Right. And you, we, okay. To evacuate them. Okay. Yeah. No, that yeah, makes sense. We we need to get them out of here. Okay. Um. What a pain in the ass. Uh, do we have that kind of um? supplies like what do we actually need we also have these firefighters here who i was going to try to keep out they but... they burst in like the firefighters oh. are here Goodbye. uh one's carrying like whoever's in the lead they've got like a, uh, a a gas mask and a helmet and are wearing like a heavy asbestos coat and quite clearly pajama leggings mm. <laughs> <laughs> right um and like three, then four, then five people like follow each other in and seem to look extremely confused. Judith will yell at them. There's no fire. Get your guns out. Do they have their guns? Roof? <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll, I'll join the others in the room. You have to push past, like, the firefighters to get to them. That doesn't sound very difficult. It's hard to, it's hard to prioritize information. Yeah. Uh, uh, get you I can't recommend our... shooting the creature, as the earlier stage seemed to contain a lot of acid within its body. Um, um, I was going to ask you, because it was... Gidget's idea. Um, what's our um, what's our most efficient means of uh, thawing and evacuating everyone? Uh, like, sure I, I don't actually know what that. And then, where where's the fire? Get out of here! Judith is just pointing at her gun. <laughs> Get your guns out. <laughs> Ideally, we could have a Kincaid issue an evacuation for the entire base. Uh, screaming comes from the hallway. Oh, boy. And we're going to go to our first break. <laughs> Welcome back to session three of Alien First Law here on Dice Friends. We just had a kind of interesting sequence of events <clears throat> that is still playing out. I believe we last left our group with the sound of human screaming. Yep. Uh, I feel like I'm probably close to, closest to it, so I'm going to push back past the firefighters and investigate. They, um, in their equipment... They have, like, uh, radios in their ears. They have a little window into the world that's about this big. Mm 
and otherwise they're wearing incredibly bulky fireproof equipment right so they can't hear or see very well and it occurs to you that they're basically helpless that's bad um and like even the fact that there was some screaming at all is surprising because they are like they're trying to shout at you to get out of their way because you're in a place where there's a fire and it's just coming through as like <laughs> right it sounds kind of like a cross between the pyro from team fortress and beaker <laughs> oh boy um and uh suddenly there's just like a press of human bodies pushing you into hibernation as there's a panic just raw animal panic from the firefighters or from that's the not what's supposed to that's not what they're supposed to do at all they're supposed to deal with fires and oh, that gone it means not panicking so they're pushing into um hibernation yeah they're they're running they're bolting from something like they've dropped their gear um and as they flee into hibernation behind them the organism has dropped down into the hallway and is like holding the limp form of one of the firefighters ah and drops it what it's uh, the wall is splattered with gore. And it turns to look at another firefighter who's, like, on the ground and trying to crawl away from it. Um. You have no uh, idea who any of these people are. Okay, well, that's irrelevant. Um. Is there... I'm I'm looking for like a hafted object of some sort in my immediate vicinity because I want to go um, protect this person. There are there is a pry bar on the ground. Um, I will, that someone has dropped. I will snatch that up and interpose myself between the creature and uh, this person who's crawling. Okay. melee combat oh boy this is not something i'm good at but humans come first um okay i love that finch who has the probably the highest strength in the party is just off at the other end of the facility yep <laughs> i'm the scientist <laughs> okay uh roll close combat you it doesn't seem to pay any attention to you. All right. So that's just strength? Strength plus close combat. <laughs> sure. Don't. Uh, swing and a miss. Uh, well, you're able to actually line up a shot on this, and like you're capable of putting one foot in front of the other and doing all that complicated calculus that humans spent several months learning how to do before they can walk. And you run up to it, and uh, do you swing it like a baseball bat? Do you try to like pierce yeah. it? That makes that makes sense. Okay. Um, you swing and uh, bounce off of it. 
Right. Bad. It's like if you took a swing at a pop bottle with a with a blunt sword. <laughs> Wait, I I know exactly what this is like. <laughs> that is exactly there's, why there's, I chose that. If somebody that would example. like to to link that video right now, uh, you can you can see this scene playing out precisely as it just did. And like, uh, your arm is like a shock has uh, all the force that you put into it came right back into you. Ooh. I experience pain. Um, we, can do, we can do that, right? Yeah, yeah. You experience pain as but information I, I sent to your. Pain. Yeah, what what humans would interpret as pain is merely information fed to your sensorium, hmm. right? Like, don't do that again. It's like, oh. It turns to look at you. Hello, Gidget and Judith. Yes. Uh, there are now probably about 10 or 12 firefighters who have pushed their way in here, who have kind of actually stampeded their way in here. Is this um, a dead end? This is a closed room. There is Great. one way in or out of here. Um, I'm going to help direct them into the most defensible quarter of the room and through, like, I assume through down the couple stairs to the working area of this defrost uh, room. It's kind of like a U-shaped building, really, or a U-shaped module. Um mm. Or maybe like a, a a letter E. Letter E, yeah. An uppercase letter E. Um, with like a big, like power independent power system or battery pack in the middle, right? Mm -hmm. It's it's like plugged in, but if there's a power interruption, it sustains its own power for like a couple of days until it can get power back. Um, and then there's one branch that is hibernation and one branch that is cryogenics. Mm -hmm. And the seed bank. Um, and they I'll basically are... try to direct them in so that they're, they stop stampeding and they start actually forming. They're like, they can't commute. They're in a blind panic. They are like, several of them seem to have been crushed under each other's feet. Um, they're wearing heavy, like rebreathing equipment. I don't know if you've ever lifted an oxygen tank, but it's, it's heavy. And if you fall over. Like, it's a struggle to get back up, especially if somebody's stepping on your hand. Yeah. Yeah. Any, anyone I see that's fallen, I want to go help up. Yeah. Okay. Um, We're doing damage control. <laughs> you're, you're, you're trying to pull people to their feet. And, like, the klaxon is still going. The sprinklers have stopped dumping water. But there are... There's several centimeters of, like... The water sprinklers dump is not like potable water, right? It's probably been sitting in those pipes for years, right? It's like if you never emptied, emptied your kettle, <laughs> right? It's full of like minerals and, and- Oh, it's stinking. Yeah. Um, and they're, they're like trying to pull their, their, their masks off. Um, a couple seem to have broken limbs. Peace. Uh, Finch, mm -hmm. you're in the garage. I am. 
<laughs> and I'll, I will go. Uh, I will go over to the the crawler and uh, and open up the doors uh, and start uh, rummaging around in there. Thing he's going. To, he's going to see that queen tape and he's going. Thank you very much. I'll let. That <laughs> <go>. <laughs> he never gave it back and he loads it in. Starts playing Killer Queen as he starts uh, into his tape recorder, his cassette player. Mm -hmm. Starts playing mm -hmm. that as he looks about the uh, uh, the crawler. <laughs> Don't stop me now. <laughs> <laughs> That's the soundtrack of like, the catastrophe yeah. that's happening. Yeah. Um, roll me observation. Certainly. Ooh, da, da, da. Oh, dice roller. What a friend. Are you my friend? You are my friend. I got one success. You have successfully removed all of the relevant samples from the crawler. Excellent. The other, the other team seems to have thoroughly investigated the, the crawler, and there doesn't seem to be anything left here to find. I do find a Rolo under the seat, though. Ooh. <laughs> if I... Yeah, you find something sticky under a seat. It might be a donut. <laughs> Hopefully, let's go with donut. Excellent. Well, you know, Marshall Carver needs to know about this, so I get on the horn immediately. Is uh, Marshall Carver, uh, uh, may I? Are you available? Click. Nope. Ding dong. Dang. All right. Well, he uh, he pokes the sticky thing under the seat gently, and it doesn't seem to move, and it seems like human food. And mm -hmm. uh, and he gets uh, back on the horn, and he calls up Budge, the uh, the supervisor at the at the fusion reactor. Is that Budge? Are you available? Come in. Finch, what's What's going on? There's a fire in hibernation. I thought there might be. Um, <laughs> I hope that's going all right. We uh, have no idea. Oh, that's all right. That's, you know, I'm sure you know we've got a volunteer fire department, so to speak, <laughs> working on that. I uh, just wanted to call in, make sure everything's all right at the fusion reactor. Everything's still fine over there. E everything's fine, Finch. Why? Why wow. do you ask? Oh, can't be too careful, can you? These fusion reactors, you know. I, don't, I mean, I don't need to tell you your job, you know. <laughs> or you know, it's like a small sun in there. I think you said, and uh, I don't know. I worry sometimes, you know me. I'm a worrier. Th thank, thank you, Finch. Um, no, nothing's nothing's wrong. Do we? We just appreciate any news you have, if you know what's going on. No, I imagine that there is some sort of small fire in the hibernation chambers. How big could it be? It's very cold in there. I'm sure it'll sort itself out. Uh, anyway, just, you know, wanted to, wanted to give you a call. And uh, uh, if anything does happen at the fusion reactor, please know that I am, uh, uh, if you call me away, I mean, I, I am being ordered to be here right now. But if you give me an order to be where you are, I'll very happily come down and make sure you're all right. All right. Uh Budge just says that thank thank you, Finch. Thank you. You're very welcome, sir. Goodbye. And he turns that off and he stands perfectly still. <coughs> for uh Ross to come back or for Carver to uh uh to radio him and tell him where he is. It, oh, that's dear. sensible. That's utterly right. sensible. Yeah. Um, not even blinking. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Gray. All the right. Organism turns to you. Hello. Well, I'm gonna get thumped. 
Um, the it interesting result. How would this have an interpretation here? <laughs> Please just tell me if the alien has to eat it again. <laughs> <laughs> Not this one. Uh, it turns to look at you. Yes. And um, seems confused. It swats at you, um, knocking you backwards, basically. It's tremendously strong. Okay. Um, uh, how strong And you is it drop whatever you're carrying. Oh, shit. Okay, so that's the pry bars down. Um, am I able to assess like what the difference in strength between us are? Because like I'm a little more than a human, but probably not by much. At least nowhere near as much as Finch is. Uh, this has roughly double human strength. Okie dokie. Well, actually, I, no. I think I have regular bog standard. No, I am strength three. It is nearly twice your strength. Okay, that's bad. Uh... It's, it doesn't seem to know what to make of you, so it just, like, swats at you, and, um, like, almost like it's you're trying to just get you out of the way to find out what actually attacked it. <laughs> okay, um, well, I'm going to continue blocking it from this firefighter um can i like glance over my shoulder to see if he's like hurt or if he's getting to his feet uh the firefighter is scrabbling at at their face mask and they pull it off um it is kraus i don't know if you know who kraus is but kraus is one of the colonists. I just have a list of names. Um, How sour of a look on his face does he have right now? For, really? Uh, I, don't I would get it. Um, love to make an observation roll here to see if I can suss out some place that I could like direct him to to like get out of line of sight. Sure. You know, I I have this skill that I'm good at. Let's see what we can do. That is one success. And you're looking for a way out? It, it, yeah, some place that Kraus could, um, like, escape to. Like a doorway um, or, like, behind something even. The corridor here has, like, um... Yeah, yeah, there's there's probably like a tool room or a utility room nearby where they could hide. Okay, um I'll say quite loudly and clearly it's just like Kraus, tool room on your right or wherever it actually is. Okay. There like go. Is this gonna be a manipulate roll or are they just gonna uh, it might actually be a command thing. If you can roll me empathy. Let's see what I have for... To try to get them <laughs> to their feet. 
<laughs> Come on, big money. Nope. They are not moving. They're staring in utterly bewildered terror at this thing. Um, uh, gore from the like crumpled body is um, like spreading on the floor, mixing with uh, sprinkler water. Like there's just it's carnage. It's okay. utter carnage. And they are on the ground in, like, paralyzed with fear. Gotcha. Um, next best thing, I'm going to have to pick them up and take them into the tool room. Okay. Um, you will have to get past the organism. Okay, so I'm just trying to, like figure out in my mind's eye what arrangement is. Um, well, if that's what the, the way we're... Uh, right, because it pushed me. Okay. Um, Let, yeah, like, like it shoved you to the ground and was like scanning around behind you looking for whatever like, actually attacked it. <laughs> sure. Because this is like... I don't know. If somebody like slapped you in the back of the head and you turned around and there was mm -hmm. like just your microwave on a shelf behind you. <laughs> <laughs> right so and it... like the door was kind of open yeah. your first instinct would not be clearly the microwave door attacked me yeah gotcha right? is um is it is the the creature looking at me or at uh Krauss? it's looking it's trying to it's looking beyond you Kraus, it goes Krauss, the creature then you and it is looking past you towards uh hibernation it's not looking at Krauss at all So it's looking past me. I'd like to try, again, this is still like not what I'm good at, but I'd like to try and like shove it. Like okay. to just like put some distance. Barrel into it? I, like, I, yeah, ide ideally. Not like tackle it, but just mm -hmm. like, ideally I'd like to, to knock it on its ass, but I, I'm gonna manage my expectations. Like I just like to, to get it further away from Krauss and myself closer to him if that's possible. Okay, roll me close combat. <sighs> Let's see. Show me potato salad. <laughs> Two successes. Yeah! <laughs> On a three dice roll! Let's nice. fucking go! <laughs> yeah, alright. Um, okay. You launch yourself at it and uh, synthetics are pretty heavy, right? You're pretty heavy and pretty strong and pretty you precise. Um, and it does not expect it from you. Once again, you would not expect your microwave to just be like, ha ha! <laughs> um, <laughs> and it is knocked backwards. You awesome. charge into it. I don't know if you try to grapple it or if you just No, I, I just want to like push it away. Okay. Um, I mean, yeah, like, they're not invincible in close combat. Remember, Vasquez killed one in melee. She did have a 1911, though. She, well, she grappled one. <laughs> oh, that's true. 
right? And then fed it an entire clip, right? <laughs> you presume I care. Um, <laughs> bold of you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, you, you, you shove it. There's actually a, a rule here called shove. Um, and push it away from Krauss. Yep. It, uh, squeals, hisses. It makes an extremely pissed off noise and thrashes on the ground for a moment out of apparent surprise. Um, Get microwaved. I mean, we would nuke them if we could. <laughs> uh, inside hibernation. Uh, there's, there's screaming and confusion. Um, and suddenly more motion. Uh-oh. Out of cryogenics. Ah. There's the sound of, um, uh, like, um, sharp metallic noises on, on a hard surface, like a clicking noise. I run there. I go there very fast. Uh, okay, so you were trying to, like, help the firefighters yeah, up, I was right? going to try to work my way to the door that they came in through to, like, look at what was causing them to scream, but this is, like, a closer, more immediate source of potential peril. Yeah. Right. Um, so, Judith, you hear this as well, like, tick, 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 and, um, one of the firefighters like pulls off their mask and is tackled by this the thing from the crawler the thing that you brought back in the that you found under the chair except not floppy and dead it is not floppy nor dead uh, is, is judith like closest can you can you intervene like I, I will if I'm close enough. I guess I can't just shoot it because it's on someone's head. I'm not um, going to tell you how to live your life. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, my I, programming. I want to grab it then if, if you're hesitating. <laughs> yeah, if my program my programming would not allow for that, so I'm just going to like rip and tear if possible. <laughs> You are huge. That means you have huge guts. Rip and tear. All right. Um, try to grab this thing. It, like, it moves with terrifying speed and precision. Um, the uh, the long tail is clearly like some kind of propulsion aid, not just like balance, but it carries it like forward like a stinger almost, and then like uses it to like leap forward and it this firefighter pulls off their mask and this thing just like like wraps the tail around their throat like uh, a memory bracelet right just like <laughs> snap yeah and snap bracelet <laughs> they yeah like kind of like a snap bracelet like that same kind of speed um and 
they don't even like they don't they have, they're completely helpless. They're utterly helpless. Um, so you can try to pull it off of them. I will attempt to pull it off of them, and I'm just gonna be yelling at this person like, "Are you all babies? Can you not do anything yourself?" Uh, give me a strength or a close combat roll. Close combat. Close combat. Uh, same roll as before. That's a roll of three, and that is no successes. Um, you're trying to, like, you just grab a couple of these things like fingers, right? And try to get uh, your, your own fingers under it and pull it off. And all you're doing is lifting the firefighter's head. I'm right? just shaking is... the baby right now, is what I'm doing. Yeah, kind of. Great. Um, There's more ticking. Like you're you're lifting their them off the ground, trying to pull this thing off. I've heard that's not good for humans. So, Greg, I'll try making and find someone do the way. teddy bear dance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> lifting someone by their neck is usually not great. Um, do I hear you... more? Yes. Okay. So I was running to the cryo zone when this okay. happened. Uh, uh, you said five second cut ticking? to Finch. Just like. Go ahead. The tape is turned over. Yeah. <laughs> and the tape ends. He takes it out, flips it, puts it back in, presses it play. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, Gidget, you said you were. While, while Judith is trying to pull this off of the firefighter, you are going past them into cryogenics, you said? Yeah, what? I guess. If, if it sounded like there was more than this one. Yeah, there, there now is the sound of several of these things moving in the water. So you said it was like a U-shaped room, so it's all inter interconnected and not... There's no, like, barriers between the two sides? Uh, like, there is the large... It's basically like two cord. There are three sections, right? One of them is the battery control, like the battery power system in the middle. Yeah. Um, but it is, they are separate from one another. Okay. So yeah, I'm just going to try to find the closest skittering creature and grab it. Okay. Um, through the water on the floor, they are, some of them, There's there's like a dozen of them. Um, they are, some of them are, like, up on their, their digits, walking along like spiders. A couple swim. God, this is, this is way too many. I just want to yell to the, the firefighters, keep your masks on! <laughs> it's not even a bad idea. Oh, God, uh, fast. While Gidget is thinking about that, and Judith is like, oh, this is useless radioing to everyone to everyone all firefighters keep your masks on everyone in the base there is a non-fire emergency in cryo be prepared to defend yourself preferably run away from any encounters you find and then gonna start 
trying to side up with my gun any of the skittering. Yeah, I was, I was be like, shoot them! And uh, I guess, oh god, because we have to get everyone out of the room, so I gotta, I gotta go to the door, the, the main door, the exit, yeah. and check outside. Okay. Uh, yeah, Gidget, you get outside, and there is this scene of carnage of like this one murdered firefighter, uh, another one like trying to crawl away on the ground and gray and the organism fighting. Yeah. Um, gray. Yeah. It's its turn. Oh, good. Getting back up is an action, right? Uh, it's been pushed away from you, so... It has a lot of attack modes that are meant to, uh, uh, basically stun and incapacitate humans, but seem to have no effect on synthetics. Neat. So, it gets up. And... With grace matching your own, uh -oh. it stalks towards you menacingly. If you were human, this would add a couple of levels of stress to you. I bet. Uh, it gazes directly into you and finds nothing there that it understands. Well, likewise. I mean, I, yeah. have, I have files here. Um, you... Uh, the, the, the glassy dome of its head is slicked with, uh, blood. That's really grody. Um, okay, so what's the arrangement now? It's just like, uh, uh you, alien myself. You have knocked it back, uh, a couple of meters. Mm -hmm. And so you are standing basically right next to Krauss. And it is a little ways away from you and get it has gotten to its feet and is making some kind of threat display cool probably story. trying to size you up okay um how close is this tool room door it is uh it is two meters behind you and to your left um so and back the way he came Yes, it is. And it's it's like a it's like it's a closed door. For our purposes, let's say it's open. Can I grab Kraus and like chuck him uh, through the open door? First one, yes. Second one, maybe. Well, Give me a don't... strength roll. All right, let's uh, let's push our luck on these low stats. Hey, say, one success. You are able to lift him to his feet and push him. Yeah, that'll do. Uh, I'll I'll repeat the previous command with the exact same inflections, like tool room on your right, go. In three uh, meters. Gidget, <laughs> you see Gray lift Krauss to his feet, 
and like shove him towards an open door. And Kraus like staggers to his feet, run and like covers the distance. Like it's not very far, right? It's like two yeah. steps away. And like does the thing where he grabs onto the door frame and like staggers into the room and the door closes. Boy, I hope he gets to tell this story in a bar someday. I want to tackle the alien. <laughs> Just, okay. Mm. Um, roll me close combat. What are the assist rules? No successes. You launch yourself at it. And once again, it seems confused and um, a little surprised that this is happening to it. Um, however, it just brushes you aside as you charge at it. Mm. Gray, your turn. Or actually, uh, Judith, yeah. you are, you drop, you drop the firefighter? I drop the firefighter. I. You have your gun the, out. I have my gun out. I give out the radio call. Um, and that is, like, to the whole base, if possible, but, like, to everyone nearby, at least. Um, and now I'm trying to, like, sight up any of the skitterers and shoot okay. any that I can. <laughs> Roll me ranged combat. Uh, you are going to... It is dark. So that is going to be a modifier. These are small targets. So that is going to be another modifier. Um, it is dim light, a small target. So the modification is minus three. So instead of rolling 12, I roll nine. Yeah, uh, I think these subtract from successes. Actually, let me make sure. Let me make sure that this is how it works. Is Finch doing anything right now? Finch is, he, well, he, he's, a, he's a bit upset because he, well, he's not upset, but he is a bit concerned because he's got, he's got that um, facility-wide call from Judith saying that there's something more serious than a fire that is going down uh, at the, in hibernation and is weighing whether this becomes danger enough to be a concern to his own priorities. Um, yeah. You believe that this does constitute a real and present danger to the people who you are programmed to protect. All right. In which case, um, the, uh, the, the numbers, uh, uh add up, uh, the loading screen is finished and he presses stop on Freddie Mercury and <laughs> beelines it towards hibernation. All right. Yeah, you can leave a divot in the ground if you want, where you push off from with yeah. your strength. <laughs> we'll do it. I don't know if your Nike Air pops or... Oh, like... God. You know the end of Blade Runner when Roy, like, smashes his head through the wall? It's just like... Dear God! <laughs> like, oh, Jesus! <laughs> yeah, no, you you are very fast when you want to move. 
So you can get there quickly. Then this is what I will do. And on the way there, I will take out. He's and he's got that. Um, he's if you've ever seen Buster Keaton run. This is this is a very old reference. Yes. You'll probably be for a young good. audience. But when Buster Keaton runs, look him up, kids. His his entire torso and head is perfectly still, while the arms and legs are going <laughs> a mile a minute. It is yeah. something to behold. It's got um, a long stride too. It's just it's bizarre. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and while that is happening, he's he's on the he's on his uh, uh, the communicator going. Uh, uh, Marshal Carver, sorry, something very important has come up. Um, I'm no longer in the, uh, uh, and, and, and it doesn't care if anyone is responding. I'm no longer in the garage. Uh, clicks off. Uh, Dr. Ross, I've left the garage. I'm in hot pursuit towards uh, the, um, the hibernation. Something is happening and puts, puts it there. Because he does feel a certain responsibility to go through that chain of command, even when he's <laughs> taken off. Seems good. All right. We'll say you'll, you'll be there uh, shortly. Excellent. Awesome. Uh, Judith, yeah, it's your normal dice pool, minus three dice. Minus three dice, okay. Minus three dice. Roll dice. Uh, two successes, and I do want to say I want to leave one intact to try and lunge and grab after. Okay. So you just have, like, a service pistol? Uh, M4, A3, service pistol. Okay. So... That gives you one point of damage, and you got how many successes? Two. Two? Um, boopy-doo, doopy-doopy-doopy. So many pools. Um, yeah, you, you, you draw and line up and fire, and one of them just, like, collapses as you put like one round right through like the um you know the medius part of it the yeah. fidudium um and there's like a splash and suddenly like a uh an acrid smell hits mm. the air water's good for acid right is it uh, acid to water <laughs> water to acid. Acid to water is not bad. It's still exothermic, but it's not explosive. We're diluting it. Yeah. Yeah, you want to add acid to water. Okay. Um, otherwise, if you add water to acid, it immediately boils all the water and goes and splashes in your face. Um, so... That's one down. Yeah. Several more leap forward onto the firefighters who are struggling on the ground. Oh. I. There's now, like, this has just been, like, chaos since the word go. Yeah. These people had no idea what they were stepping into, and they still don't understand what's happening to them. With the numbers going as they are, Judith is going to stop trying to shoot every jumper mm -hmm. and just go to, like, grab one. Okay. Um, just try to capture one. Okay. Okay. Next turn. Gray, it is your turn. 
Gidget, uh, Gidget has just come out of nowhere past you gotcha. and attacked it. Uh, Gidget, shall we try together? Yes, great. We need to get the people out of the room. Uh, I meant our present uh, issue. Because, <laughs> like, we're, we're sort of, like, next to this um, alien. Uh, God, what do we do with this stupid thing? It brushed Gidget aside. Does that mean that you're now kind of in a pincer formation? That's what I was thinking. It's like, are we on either side of it? Sure. Let's say that. Yeah. Like, my plan is to, like, grab it by the tail and try to haul it somewhere out <laughs> of the pathway. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm down with that. Okay. We Great. What do you want to, to do? Sort of grab it. We need to clear the hallway. Okay. So I guess we can both try to grab it. Yeah. I don't know how the hell that's going to work rules-wise, but uh, I have... We can work something out. I got three dice. Roll me those three dice in close combat. Wham! One success. And you were trying to grab it? Yeah. Um, yeah, you're oh, able to get a hold on to it, at least. Yeah. Because if it's twice as strong as me, and there's two of us, I know math. Yeah, you are able to grab a hold of it. Um, awesome. And I don't know if you want to try to pin its arm. I don't watch MMAs, so I assume that there's something you it could do here that's quite efficient. naked choke, which I don't know if you can do. I don't like think a... that would work there. Okay. Uh, we want to make it tap. It is its turn. Uh, it needs to get out of this grapple with you, I think. And um, stand by for career-ending footage of Gray. <laughs> it succeeds in uh, throwing you aside. Don't. Kind of trivially. Like, you're, like, being like, okay, I take its arm, and then I fold it like this, and then up here, and that will make it very difficult for it to... And it's just, like... <laughs> and throws you against the wall. Yeah, just imagine I just go, like, boof! And, like, <laughs> land back on my feet like, like it's nothing. It's like, how rude. Yeah. Okay, so grappling is supposed to be an opposed one. So that was its role to resist your grapple. Okay, yeah, in that case, right. it's like, um, So, like, you, you gave it your best shot, and it's just too strong, and too... It knows what it's doing. It knows yeah. how to handle itself. Um, it launches through the air at you. It's done playing. Uh-oh. It inflicts one point of damage on you. Yay! Um, mainly just through its sheer mass. And it 
actually succeeds in just like it shifts all its momentum forward and drags you with it into back into hibernation. Oh, beans. Gidget. It's suddenly just like it went that way. And now Grey gone. Gidget, could you assist? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you follow it. You can you can just chase right after it. Alright. What I basically want to do is shove it to the side of the doorway so that the doorway is clear. Okay. Okay. Um, roll me close combat. One success. Um, yeah, you can shove it. You can shove it. Um, getting it clear. You, you can get it out of the doorway. At least clear the doorway of it. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, because I just need to make it clear to people. Just like, everyone out! We need everyone to evacuate! Um, a couple of the firefighters have managed to struggle to their feet and are trying to get back out of the door. Um, several more of them appear incapacitated or injured. Yeah. Judith. Uh, you are trying to grab one of these things? Yes. There is one that is as yet unattached that you can try to grab. Is this agility? Uh, this is close combat. Oh. So uh, I think it's... Close combat is, is strength-based. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I shouldn't have specced into mobility. <laughs> uh, that's a three compared to an eight. Let's see. Roll the dice. Oh, one success. You are able to, uh, to, to, to to pick it up, at least. You grab it by the tail. That's what I'm trying to do, is, like, grab it by the tail and, like, keep it unattached to anything else. Okay. And I guess at this point, I notice that the thing has burst through the door with Grey? Yes. Grey, like... <laughs> Okay. Just like, thinking of like in Half Life, there's a, a thing where the um, scientist will like tumble through a window, snap to his feet, and say greetings. <laughs> <laughs> like this, this is not quite that, right? Because it just like launched itself at you, picked you up off the ground, and like threw you forward, uh... like as a way to kind of arrest its movement where it decided where it wanted to stop. So like, Gray just kind of like sails past you into a wall. Um, Yeesh. Um, and uh, I would like to so, swivel around, mm -hmm. point the gun at the thing, and look directly at the fully grown one. Yeah. Okay, like, th that was your turn. You grab it by the tail, yeah. and um, its tail goes, like, it snaps around your forearm up to the bicep, basically, and it yeah. is otherworldly strong. And it's, it's trying to, like, it, it, the tail coils around your arm and starts tightening. Finch, yes. you are hella moving. You'll be there next turn. Yay. Okay. Yeah, good stuff. And as, as he, uh, as he, he screams by, um, the, the entrance to the fusion reactor, he just rubbernecks inside really quick. Everything's so okay. Okay, good. And keeps going. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. He's, he's so good at this job. <laughs> like you're running like with enough, you know, avec la force, so much so that like your clothing is actually acting as a brake on you. <laughs> <laughs> it's stabilizers. Yeah, like your hat is just like. <laughs> um, gray. The the firefighter. Two firefighters have struggled to their feet and are trying to escape past the thing. So I like I just crashed into a wall, huh? Uh, let's say that that's where your point of damage that's contributed to your one point of damage. Okay. Um. God, see now I have like a further context of just like how, uh, how much worse this mess is. Yeah. Are you like unnaturally dented in the torso? No, I'm good. Okay. It's like milk. Um, <laughs> can I make an observation roll? Uh, I just want to like scan around the room, see if there's like any any kind of like implement or just something to give us or me um, other options. I'm not okay. actually sure what I'm looking for, but. Sure. Um, there are discarded oxygen tanks. There is firefighting equipment. There is a hose. Yeah, did people bring a hose in? They absolutely brought a hose in. Okay. Are you thinking, like, try to restrain it? Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah, let's, let's, uh, let's, uh, rodeo. Okay. I have no idea how this is going to work, but, um... Let's try our cowboy skills. Okay. With this hose. Um, there is also like, I have no idea what a fire hose looks like. Really, honestly, this is like the, it's the like thick canvas. Yeah, like yeah. thick canvas, and then like a brass nozzle on the end. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You there, you have several options with it, right? It would probably make a decent flail. You could turn the ho like actually turn the water on, or you could try to like use it as some kind of nunchuck. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. I was thinking like I, I think I want to go for the restrict. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm I'm figuring like the the least fancy option, just like maybe like loop it around and try to like uh, I guess the word I'm looking for is like bridle it. Yeah. Okay. To like, ride it? No, not yeah, ride it. Like try to uh, attach it to a hard point in the room or something like that. Just limit okay. its mobility, limit its ability to attack. Well, let's see Let's see if I can at least ensnare it in some way. Okay, yeah. Uh, roll me... It, this is going to be another close combat roll unless you have a different skill you feel is relevant um, here. Observation, survival, contact, mobility. I have lots of agility, unfortunately. Um, yeah, Same. I can make another combat roll. Okay. Let's go for uh, Wacha! One success. Man, this, um, this, this like three strength score is putting in work today. Yeah. Uh, see, if you were human, you would have stress dice to throw into this, but you don't. Um, yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, you, you're able to use this, this hose to uh, restrain it a little bit you're able to 
That's something. Attach one of its arms to its body with it, let's say. Awesome. Gidget. Um, or, sorry, Greg, go ahead. Yeah, I was, was going to say, it's like, I feel like if the rest of us act quickly and with coordination, we might be able to, like, actually restrain it before it has a chance to, like, undo everything. Because, like, I've, three on one might be enough. So, okay. well, let's see. Okay, uh, it is its turn. Um, Gray, it is now fully pissed off with you. And uh, with one of its arms, like, pinned to its chest by the heavy, like, canvas hose, it slams you with its good hand with its free arm against the wall, like head first, and Oof. bears its teeth into your face. Its um, its its jaws open, and inside are other teeth. It hisses menacingly. Neat. <laughs> Gidget, it's your turn. Grapple. <laughs> okay, roll me close combat. One success. You are, yeah, you're, um, I'm supposed to be rolling opposed dice. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> and the rules for this aren't clear. My instinct would be that it should actually split its pools between the number of combatants. Sure. Because that's how it works in other kind of dice pool systems, right? That'd be cool. I like that. <laughs> okay um it manages to resist you once more right, you're sorry, it's just yeah. too strong it's too big and too strong uh i do can i glance around the room to be like who else is remaining in here uh, there seems to be about eight or nine incapacitated firefighters. Okay. And me. And Judith. One of the, as, as one of the firefighters, um, one of, one of the ones that is still up and active, uh, staggers to their feet and looks you in the eye and slams the lock button on the door. And the hatch slams shut. That's not gonna do any good because it got out of here before. We're gonna break there. Ah! <sighs> Sorry, Andy. That's all right. No, I- I, I, I saw an opportunity and I was like, the, no, that's what happened. The credits are just like that's a very loop good. of him running. <laughs> Like, holy grail, like, he's running and he's never getting closer. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> you just imprint on the door next time. Well, like, it's going to be, like, running, 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 running. And then suddenly he just, like, lariats the, the alien, like, head over heels. 
also, yeah, as as Gidget points out, it got out before. Yeah. It's been getting in. Also, that was Carver. You you saw it in in their eyes. Hmm. Wow! What a deck. <laughs> Uh, so thank you very much for joining us on Alien First Law Episode 3. We'll be back next week with Episode 4.